This podcast is brought to you by Heller Nursery, located in Peterson, Indiana. Uh, look to Heller Nursery for all of your gardening and landscaping needs. All right, we're ready to go here with our first attempt at actual podcasting. And we're going to um, discuss our team state selection uh, who we think should be voted in 1A, 2A, and 3A. So you guys ready to go? Absolutely. All right. Let's do it. Start at 1A? Let's start at 1A. 1A, we've got less work to do, but I don't think the decision's the easiest. Um, yeah, so in the Right, uh, and that was Milan, I believe. Correct. Oh yeah, and by the so way, since we... Yeah, so... Uh-huh. Okay, well, I guess... All, yeah, all five with a fairly significant amount of returning starters. I wondered if Andy had any background information on the um, the JV squads of these teams. <laughs> big, big numbers for Eastern Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do the loans returning, so you'd have to think they would get JV squad coming through. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think most of this stuff is going to be appropriate for us to post, but yeah, just keeping them in the... <laughs> <laughs> Keeping them in the minor leagues there for seasoning. <laughs> well, I mean, when I'm looking at this, I, I look at Winnemac. When I look at those five teams, they have five returning regional qualifiers that are better, and one of them is a state qualifier with 11 returning. Yeah. Uh, when I yeah. compare all those teams, I see them as the most dangerous. I, yeah, North Putnam and Triton, neither of them even have a selected qualifier. Mm-hmm. I originally, talking to Andy earlier, I said something about Triton, just because in the past, Triton has been a pretty decent 1A team, but, you know, just four regional qualifiers there. Um, I think that, that puts them behind Winnemac. Right. I mean, look at one state qualifier in 1A. Thinking mm-hmm. of that tournament, most likely that guy is going undefeated. Mm-hmm. The state no, qualifier was a 106-pound guy. Oh, the 600? Yeah. He wrestled, um... Oh, I can't... It's slipping my mind here. And that, well, the other thing that I noticed, the Attica semi-state qualifier, he was a ticket rounder, and he lost to Bailey. Um... He lost to Bailey nine one. Okay. So I, I and I Attica's tough too. I I told you Dean Brandstetter coached. Uh, I I think they they just continue to improve. So they, for me, it's between Attica and Winnemac. Yeah, I'm looking at previous results and Winnemac is that I know South Putnam had a 
win the Mac better fall by each and Hancock were left out two years ago. Uh, Triton finished in the tenth spot the last two years. They've got some history there of at least winning a duel. What reason what regional does one Mac go through? Do they go to like where Lafayette does the Yeah takes out the sport? They come out I, about positive they come out of Logansport. Well, that kind of changed it a little bit because that's I'm kind of leaning towards Attica. Where do they go through? What regional is that? They, well, the, the, they're going to the, uh, East Chicago this year, but before they they went to Newcastle and um, they the are... North, North, North Mont. Yeah. Oh, Dangerly. Mm-hmm. See, I, I'm not sure if we can do those sorts of things on the podcast either. <laughs> Just going to have to keep the personal vendettas out of it. Let's uh, I, I guess to close out one A, let's go through our let's go who through who we're going to vote for or who we would vote for. Um, who wants to start? I vote Attica. Based on the twelve returners, a little mm. tougher sectional and regional. Jeff. I guess they've got, they've got guys who have left the varsity in the last couple of years. 
they've got some experience in this tournament. I would feel, feel pretty confident in betting that they bring a full lineup in December. Um, so that's probably going to be my vote. Yeah, I man. Um, it's kind of interesting, too, that with Attica moving to East Chicago, you've got three East Chicago semi-state teams here uh, next year. But I, I'm, you know, I Triton, I, I've had teams that have wrestled against Triton, and they're well-coached and um, pretty good 1A team. Uh, again, I think I'm going to lean a little bit towards Attica. Um, I, I watched them wrestle a little bit. I've seen them at different places in the off season. Uh, I, I think Brandstetter has some good stuff going. Former South Adams boy, former U of I guy, uh, all American at U of I, uh, and he coached some pretty successful teams in Illinois. So I think he's kind of got them rolling, and they've got past experience. So I'm kind of leaning towards Attica. So yeah, I guess the thing I would point out to is you know. Strength of schedule, sectional, regional. I'm looking at Attica. Uh, they've got some guys with 25, 27 wins who are sectional, non sectional six placers. Uh, I'm just thinking this right might have a little bit more difficult schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking, at, I mean, the win totals definitely favor Attica. I'm just wondering if that strength of schedule might help trying to out a little bit if they were to go head-to-head next year. Very well could. All right. So I guess Redmo would go Attica, right? Majority? Yeah, it's tight. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm just kind of, we're just kind of throwing our votes out there, I would say, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um... What else was I thinking? Uh, yeah, Winnemac. I I've seen Winnemac in the past, and as a team, they haven't always been the strongest. But then they've had some really solid individuals. Like um, who's the who's the kid at one eighty two a couple of years ago? Oh, he beat Cole. Yeah, and he well he he almost beat. Um, Paris for third and fourth. Yeah, what was his name? He was a funky. He had just roll around, and he ended up on top. Yeah, he was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Gosh, what was his name? And then they that Minix boy, that David Minix, he went to say probably, what, five, six years ago. He was solid. Mm-hmm. All right, 2A. We're ready to move on to 2A. We got we got a couple Attica votes, a Triton, and a Winnemac. Doesn't doesn't seem like we're in on North Putnam. Or Garpow. Garpow. Yeah. 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 Two A. Two A was really tough for me. I think Two A is probably probably the most difficult out all, out of all of them. So, Just looking at it from a glance, I mean, Warrensburg has 13 returning, a state champion, and possibly the best 220 in the country, and then also a few semi-state qualifiers. Man, they, they look dangerous. Mm-hmm. I like Warrensburg. 
we can take two teams. I, I definitely want Lawrenceburg in there. That's what I think for the potential. And then, man, that last one's tough. We, what, Western comes from a weaker area. So, man, they're tough. They're solid. Jimtown, they've had success the past years. Individually, they've been good. They have a returning state runner-up coming back. Man, I'm going in towards Jimtown as the second one in. Just out of them being successful in the past few years. And they are definitely well-coached and they yeah, yeah. I and for for me, I I see I watch Western and I their coach uh, Coach Shepard is a great guy. Works really hard, and they're they're definitely an up and coming team. It's just Jimtown <laughs> left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. From their performance this year at Team State, but I I think they like you said they're very well coached. I know that they've got a great room up there, um, and they should be dangerous. I I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I kind of I I didn't really feel like Culver Culver was the first one for me to cross off. Yeah, I mean from the past few times being there, they just haven't had the success. I guess you'd hope for them to have for being there so many times. But it was first year that they get like top four when it was back at the high school. Uh, Westfield? Westfield, yeah. Westfield, I think they got four. And then, did they get eighth last year because they're the eighth seed or did they get upset full points? Culver finished eighth. Yeah, they got eighth. But I'm pretty sure that's the only time they've ever been. I thought they, I thought they were with Miracle. The, that would have been the year that we were there. That would have been year one, I would think. Yeah, South Adams the year. No, all the way back in, in 2012, the very first year. Yeah. Right. I thought they got fourth. I thought they got a pretty yeah. decent team in that. No, you're right. They beat Jimtown? It would have been Jimtown, I think. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I I I don't think it's really fair because it doesn't definitely indicate um, uh, team strength, but I think I think deep down a little bit of part of everyone wants to see Mason Paris wrestle against some of those top teams. You know, and, and see a little bit more of Mason Paris, Paris because we don't really see York, t I mean, Lawrenceburg all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Lawrenceburg's had a good run in multiple sports. They've got, what, second football? Mm-hmm. They've got a good, good few athletes in that class. All right, I well. I'm going to take a look at it from a little bit different perspective. Mm-hmm. I look at Right. Half the number, half the number of the other three teams. Mm -hmm. And then 
then I look at semi-state qualifiers, and Jimtown also has the lowest number of semi-state qualifiers in any of these four teams. So if they're going to get in, it's because of the strength of the program and the depth and the coaching, which is always the hard part in this whole selection process. Obviously, on paper, if you just take the guys that Jimtown has coming back, they don't deserve to be voted in. The hard part is quantifying what do they generally put back in where they Lost as we you know seniors and graduation or whatever. Has so, has that's the hard part. has Western been to Team State? Yeah, they got eight. Uh, I think the first year we seeded it. Okay, I feel like they may have been there. Um, one of the Westfield years too. For some reason, I could be incorrect there. Yeah, they were there in 2014. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. I guess looking at it from where you're saying, then, I mean, some of them come from obviously varying regional. Gentile comes from a pretty solid Goshen regional. Then trying to compare the Goshen regional to the Peru regional where Western comes through. That's apples and oranges there. That's true, but I'm saying they only have four regional qualifiers on the whole team coming back. So, I mean, you're just comparing sectional strength there more than anything. Obviously, Western has Western has the most regional qualifiers. If you take that with a grain of salt, and they have, and obviously Western has the most semi-state qualifiers because of coming out of Peru. But you know, for example, comparing Culver to Jimtown, Culver's got seven regional qualifiers, but Jimtown's four. They've got more semi-state qualifiers. They've got more guys in the ticket round. They state qualifiers. They have. Just one, right? Just buy it. Solver. Yeah, here's another big question. What about Hunter Whitman? Did he come back? He quit in the middle of the year last year. Yeah. He would be a senior this year, right? You know, that's what we kind of ran into in Town last year was we had a state qualifying heavyweight that was listed on the roster but never wrestled. And they ended up giving up six at Team State that week, and we had seated them based on that guy being back. Then we once he graduates, then? Yeah. He's the one that burned up big time, too. Yeah, well, then the 240 got the knee injury in the middle of the Northmont match, too, which didn't help. That's true. So who would you take, Dave, of your top two, then? Well, personally, I think Western is the team to put out as the, as the, that would be the one that I dropped first. And then I'm down to Lawrenceburg, Jimtown, and Culver. I, you know, Culver's a hard one, too, being a private school. You don't know year to year um, who's going to come back. I, last year, they actually had a decent amount of turnover. If we looked at their sheet from the previous year, and then we looked at who actually wrestled at Team State for them. There was a decent amount of turnover, and then new names of guys who did not um, return to their lineup from the previous year varsity. So that's kind of something that we have to take into account, too. Are the returning varsity guys from Culver Military going to continue to be Culver Military guys next year? Hmm. So, where are we going? Who, uh... 
Who wants to take their first two? Or their two first? Well, I already took mine. I'm going Morrisburg and Jimtown. Okay. I, I second both of those. Yeah, it, that's probably going to be my vote, too. I think Morrisburg probably has the deeper lineup that probably needs rewarded with this spot. There's less questions involved. Then it comes down to Jimtown and Culver, and I, I would feel more comfortable picking Jimtown to finish top six next year than Culver. Um, be careful, be careful. Yeah, I, man, uh, Culver, Culver's interesting because I had no, had no idea that, that Manzona Bryant was going to be there this year, but I, and Western's a team that I would love to vote for, but I feel like they've got a really young team. Um, I, I feel like this year th they could really prove that they deserve to be there, but I don't know if they've proven it yet. Um, in my yeah. opinion. Just three seniors for Western, uh, it looks like. Yeah. The returning varsity wrestlers from last year. So, so for me, I'm Lawrenceburg's a definite, and then I lean towards Jimtown. Yeah, I agree. All right, big dogs. 3A. I guess um, we're taking Crown Point out. Well, it is, is, interesting. is Crown Point kind of... What did Crown Point place last year? Did they place? Um, no, they, were, they, they lost to Carol and Cool Planet. That's how Carol Oh, gotcha. I, I was going to say, you know, if they, if they placed fairly well. I, I didn't I didn't think they... I knew no, they, they didn't place top four, but... I thought if they, you know, if they placed and they were happy with that, they were kind of doing the Costanza where he tells his... His one joke and gets his one good laugh and says, I'm out. But I guess not. They were just bad and didn't come back. Yeah, well, I think and some of the two is, you know, when we switched from 8 to 12 teams, I think it was good for the most part, but some of the classes have shown that, you know, there's a top tier and there's an upper tier. And in some of these classes, I think we find that there's a pretty good top 7 or 8 team. Mm -hmm. But then the gap between 10th and 11th. Yeah, I and I've heard that that sentiment. I just really tough. Like me personally, as a coach, for me to say that, it would be very very difficult for me to say that, or to tell my kids that, or my parents that. Hey, um, I don't think we're good enough, so we're not going to go. I mean, yeah, well, I I agree with you. I just I know that's been the, the mindset. I think Crown Point got their taste of it last year. Mm -hmm. Decided next year's 
team is probably going to be worse than last year's team. They just, you know, I you thought they were going to be competitive. Looking at their resume, man, I I was going to have trouble not voting for them, though. I mean, two returning state placers, um, one returning state qualifier, and then six returning semi-state qualifiers. I mean, that's a tough... Yeah, the, the, I, that middle school state champ was at 75. He is an eighth grader, but he's, he was seventy-five okay, pounds. Uh huh. That's one thing they said that he's good. I think he's a multiple-time middle school state champion, but it's at seventy-five. Poor guy, he's got to grow. Yeah, that's true. Um. Then you, then you look at Perry Meridian. My goodness, it's a hammer, and they have nobody coming back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and, and just uh, you know. With the 3A, we had, with Cathedral dropping out and Maryville declining theirs, that's what Harrison and Ron Colley did automatically, correct? Is that where we are? Yes, Harrison and Ron Colley were in automatically. So we're only looking at three teams now for two spots, Perry, Chesterton, and Center Grove. And, yeah, my immediate, like, without really breaking down the numbers, I immediately think Center Grove's out. But I don't know if that's correct. You know, Perry, it's it's tough to say Perry's in because they only have five returning starters. But then it's also really tough to say Perry's out. Yeah, I've got, I've got previous finishes written down. Perry's finished second, third, first, and fourth. Yeah, and that's where we're at. Yeah, 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 that's where we're at. Center Grove came the very first year and finished seventh. Uh, I think the big dialogue here is Perry Marine lost his son, but then we look at the guys they got coming in as eighth graders. Mm-hmm. You start looking at, at you know, ISWA State, middle school state, you've got state placers in those tournaments immediately being inserted into the lineup. Yeah. And they're probably better than your your average regional qualifier on a lot of these teams. And, you know, looking through those middle school state results, I just put the guys that were Perry guys. Um, I I don't know where some of those uh, team contenders or CIA kids are from. You know, they may have two or three more middle school state placers in there. Yeah, I mean, we've got here on our sheet Alex Cotty, uh, that's a great radiant name. Third state, I said you last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lowry. Aiden Warren. Yeah, and there's another Warren. Uh, Aiden, who I think wrestled 160 at Middle School State. We got another couple big kids who were there, too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, now, is Lowry out, though? Well, is he the one who transferred to Center yeah. Grove? Now that was little, but um, on Indiana Mad today it said, uh, "Welcome to the Rebels, Braden Lowry." Oh, that's uh, that's the insinuation, I guess. And we can't forget about Perry Meridian. 
They run a really solid B team right now. That's JV, but oh yeah, from their, from their B team, like that that team has half their team is probably some might say quality guys, and they're just yeah. the best. Yeah, so and then again, jump right in, and that's the dialogue too every year. You, you've got you can't just look at the eight names that are coming back and treat that as their whole returning team. You have to take into context what these teams have traditionally done and what they generally replace year after year because that's really what it's all about, especially with this vote and 3A. Yeah, yeah. I and um, I, I think Chesterton's a no-brainer. Yeah, uh, they, they've got to be there. Even just from a fan, a fan standpoint, they're going to bring excitement mm-hmm. in the in their duels, and they're obviously deep enough. Uh, I, I, I agree with you. They didn't perform nearly as well as we thought they were going to last year. I thought that they could finish 7th or 8th. But, uh, yeah, I think Chester's is an automatic. And then, for me, everybody agrees on Chesterton? Yep. Yep. Yeah, then, then I think... Personally, I, I'm looking at uh, Perry as the other one. I, I think Center Grove with um, they they returned Mappus. Uh, they got two two uh, other state qualifiers, two semi-state qualifiers, three regional qualifiers, and that Latell. He's he's tough. Um, so it's I I don't think it's as easy as just picking Perry, but it's very difficult. I, I can't, I don't know how I could really justify not picking Perry. I agree. If we had to, if we all had to place that on a Perry center group or center group duel next year, mm-hmm. we're all going to be picking Perry. Right. I would not be surprised to see Center Grove um, have an extremely tough team next year, but I, I can't count on it either. Yeah, three days longer than we anticipated. Um, <laughs> I, I think that bodes well for what we'll be able to do in the future as far as podcasting. Um, you know, I, we probably need to thank our, our legions of fans that will be listening in the future. But um, uh, and you guys have anything else before we call it good? I'll try to do more homework so I know the names more, but I think overall it's pretty smooth. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for all the hard work, Eric. 
yeah, we'll see how it turns out. I'll uh, I'll do some work here and there, and um, we'll see if we're on top ten most downloaded on iTunes by tomorrow morning. Right up there with cereal. Yeah. So. <laughs>